Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast with myself, John Norman, alongside Steve Harmison, looking back at all the action every time England play international cricket this summer. Uh, plenty to get our teeth stuck into as well. What a fascinating day's play and the backdrop of 18,000 raucous and drunk fans. Brilliant stuff. Let's get on with the show. So if you uh, are listening to Following On, you probably know by now, it was an almost perfect scorecard for day one, 258 for seven, meaning we're unscored and wickets taken, 90 overs bowled. In fact, they didn't even have to bowl up until 6.30. What riches. Uh, England's start in the day, the better, 67 without loss at lunch, only to lose uh, a wicket straight after. And then one became two, became three. 72 for one became uh, 85 for three. And when Ollie Pope went just before the tea break, uh, it was a case of here we go again. However, Rory Burns at top score with 81. Dan Lawrence was out at the close of 67. And despite uh, another uh, couple of quick wickets after the tea break, um, England recovered, sort of. Uh, let's find out who had the better day's play as we look back and discuss what story of the day is. Story of the day. Okay, Harmy, so yeah, first question really. 258 for seven. Um, England wouldn't have taken that at lunch, but they would have taken it uh, when they were 175 for six. Uh, Whose day was it, England's or New Zealand's? I think obviously because of seven wickets, it's New Zealand's. Um, But with Nokia and Williamson in their side, it's a good pitch, but it's not one that you think, right, it's an absolute belter, it's a road. I think honours is even at this moment in time. England come out and get 3.20, 3.30 tomorrow if Mark Wood can hang around. Then I still think at this moment in time, it's even Stephen. Uh, story of the day for me is changes for New Zealand. New Zealand makes six changes. Two enforced, 
in Sentinel with a bus finger and uh, obviously Kane Williamson couldn't play. Servi has a bit of a rest. Watland has a rest. So there's a question mark. Or is it disrespectful to international cricket? I would argue it's not. I think you've got the right to bring a squad over, give them games, give them game time. They haven't played a lot of um, lead-up cricket, warm-up cricket. They didn't have a warm-up game. The big picture for New Zealand, and if it, England would be in the same, is the Test Championship against India down at Southampton. And they're given the best chance to pick 11 players to play in the game, which is going to be to determine which is the best team in the world. I think over the course of the last sort of six days of international cricket, New Zealand have showed that they are a very, very good side. The reason why they're in a Test Championship and they've got a pool of players now, not just six or seven, they've got 15, 16 players that can perform at international level. That's England's challenge. England have made, obviously, the IPL lads aren't playing. But none down at lunch. Last time that happened, Cook, Sir Andrew Strauss, 2011 against India. That tells you everything about England's top over over the course of the last decade. Um, and it's, I thought New Zealand bowled well up until lunch, didn't have the luck, got a bit of luck second, and, uh, second third over after lunch, and one one becomes two, two becomes three, and England was staring down a barrel. If it wasn't for a good innings by Dan Lawrence and a few lower order just hang, to, hang in there, it could all, it could have all fallen like a pack of cards and England being all out for 200. Well, um, I asked the question of Joe Root to our essentially does it focus a mind a little bit more for these batsmen the fact that uh, five of them are playing for three places when of course uh, uh, Stokes and Butler come back Root of course isn't one of those five as things stand Butler's coming straight in for Bracey uh, Lawrence is going up to three and Crawley a guy who got 200 against Pakistan last year uh, that uh, Surav Ganguly I think uh, tweeted that uh, a star had been born that was a desperate shot again today. And the shot of a guy that uh, belies a lack of confidence, maybe? No confidence whatsoever. It just seems seems as though, you know, we talk about the guy on the shoulder, the man on the shoulder. I call it the Spanish waiter, little Manuel sitting on your shoulder. You know, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And in between times, you do neither and you get out. And I think that's where Zach's at this moment in time. Big ask, big ask me for Lawrence to bat number three. And I've said it. Talked on the Cricket Collective, said it in the studio. Mark Mark Butcher absolutely berated me. <laughs> and as much as he's not going there, Root at three, Lawrence at four, Pope at five, Stokes at six, Butler seven, is a better balance for England for me. Look at the bigger picture. He's played 104 test matches, Joe. I know there's all this clamour. You don't want to go to number four. I've sat all day, day one of the test match with Ian Bell, talking about Ian Bell, how much comfortable he was, stylish batsman at number four. But sometimes your team needs you and it needs must. And if this means needs must, that Joe has to go at three because we are in a position where we're getting off to a good start or we're not getting off to a good start. We seem to be two down very, very quickly in a quick space, whether it's 19 for two, or today, 60 for none, or 50-odd for none, 60 for two. We are we are doing the same sort of merry-go-round. So, look, Joe didn't get any runs. I might just be looking for something that's not quite there. Um, I might be looking for pie in the sky because I want the, the, the world to be a, a great place. But unfortunately, 
the batting lineup's not working at this moment in time. We are not maximising our top order. And at this minute in time, yes, we're playing against good bowling attacks. But it's business. And the business is we're playing against India at home for five test matches. Australia away for five test matches. We just we are playing the best, one of the best bowling attacks in the world. And if you can't get full 50 in the first innings of a test match, you ain't winning many series. And at this minute in time, we just look this, we just look all over the shop with our bat between one and six. And you can say you can say what you want about Stokes and Butler not being in the team. By best though, not being in the team. But at this end of the day, we've been talking and going round in circles for the last year and a half, two years, that we cannot put first innings runs on the board. So something needs to change and it needs to change very, very quickly. Zach's a minor part of it because I think there's quite a few other little parts that go with it. But if it doesn't change, we ain't beating the big two. And the big two are India at home and Australia away. Let's talk about New Zealand, though, because they are one of the big two. They're ranked second in the world and they showed their strength again today, didn't they? Uh, they brought in Trent Bolt, who would have played in that first test match, of course. He's an absolute yeah. world-class bowler. We don't, we don't really need to talk about him, to be honest. But backing that up, they had Matt Henry, who's played 14 tests and comes in with the worst average of any Kiwi bowler who's played over 10 tests. The reason for that is he's never played back-to-back tests. He just can't get in the side. Some delicious deliveries from him. It's great to see uh, him being his inclusion uh, being celebrated. And then, of course, they got the slow left armour as well. It just shows the riches they've got. Um, he came into the side first day at Edgbaston. Not only does he keep things tight, he takes two wickets. Um, the, these guys, when you consider they've just dropped him Saudi to the, uh, to the bench, he took a six for at Lords. You, you're kind of seeing they've got all the bases covered, haven't they? And that's one of the reasons why they're going to be contesting the World Test Championship final next weekend. They're, good. they're, they're very good around the world. Matt Henry, Matt Henry might have the worst average for a New Zealand bowler that's played more than 10 Test matches. But he comes off the back of getting 75 wickets for Kent last year and bowling beautifully. Seen him a few times on the TV. He bowled beautifully last year in English conditions. He's an English-type bowler. He runs up, gathers his action at the... He's quite got strong action at the crease and he hits the deck hard. So if there's anything in the surface, he'll get something out of it. And he did that today and he did it very, very well. Bolt, yeah, anybody that watches IPL, Realised that Trent Bolt was a world-class performer. I thought the left-arm spawner Patel bowled beautifully. I really yeah. did. I thought he bowled lovely. He bowled. He bowled nice. He bowled a good pace. He bowled a challenging line, yeah. which was a containing line. He was bowling for his fast bowlers at the other end. He wasn't trying to bowl the million-dollar ball. He wasn't trying to sort of zip it off middle and hit off where you could potentially get driven or cut because it doesn't turn as much in the first day of a game. He bowled sort of leg, middle of the leg. And he basically said, right, I'm going to block one end off. My fast bowlers need a rest. I'm going to do a job for my team. Taking half an hour, 40 minutes out of the game. And the big lads are going to come back and take the wickets. So all in all, these have got all bases covered. They're a good side. A good side. And I was very, very impressed by them. But England are still in the game. Like I said before, if Wood can hang around, Broden Anderson can chip away with a few. Lawrence can have a, a little bit like he did. I'm trying to think of who he played against. He got 150 of the week. He got he got he went to his 150 with a, a sort of slog sweep yeah. one one-handed six. If he can have a day out and have 40 minutes where he goes like that, and England can get 320, 350, put another 80 runs on. They're in the game. They're in the game because Jimmy Anderson with a ball, a duke ball, in the conditions we had this morning, he would have been licking his lips. 
but he would have been licking his lips. So it wouldn't surprise me if Jimmy's going to Duke, Joe Root this morning with the 162 cap, the 18,000 18, ovation he got. Come on, Captain, just lose the toss. Lose the toss. Come on, lose it, because it's going to swing and I'm in the game. But if it's going to be the same tomorrow morning, I think Jimmy Anderson will be a handful on this service, along with Stuart Broad, along with Mark Wood. And even though I was clamming for a spinner, England have not gone down there like, let's pick a batsman that can bowl spin at number eight and try and make the batting order a little bit longer. They've gone in with two fast lads at 90 mile an hour on his home ground. I can't wait to see Oliver Stone bowl. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Moment of the day. There were several moments of the day, wasn't there, Harmy? Some good, some bad. Let's uh, well, let's start with a good one, actually, because I think having spoken to you, your your the thing you're going to come away with over every your overriding memory is going to be what happened uh, surrounding uh, Jimmy Anderson's uh, 162nd cap. Yeah, and the, letting crowds back in. The one thing I would have said of, of all to Jimmy. Six, 12 months ago, England could have been bold, they could have been brave and gone, you know what, Jim, it's time to move on. As much as our bowling unit is not going to be as strong without you in it, it's time to move on and retire him off. And that would have done a, a huge injustice to a, to a man who's done so much for Eng- the English game, not only with his wickets, his role model, his performance, everything that goes with it. And 18,000 people into the when the two teams came together, New Zealand were at the, at the far end, the Wyatt stand in. England were wearing the black T-shirts like they did last week. And obviously what happened with Ollie Stone, 
and Jimmy Anderson got let, you, would, you would have thought it was like Jimmy Anderson's been there before. It was like coming off for a five for you hold the ball up, your teammates applaud you off. And there was 18,000 people shouting, there's only one Jimmy Anderson. Only one Jimmy Anderson. And there is only one Jimmy Anderson. We'll never replace him. We'll never get anybody anywhere near him other than Stuart Broad. And he deserved that ovation today. Can't wait for him to get it tomorrow if he does well. And for me, that for me was the moment of the day. Crowds back in the ground singing, there's only one Jimmy Anderson. 162 test matches. Is a, it is a ridiculous feat for anybody, let alone a fast bowler. He needs a huge amount of congratulations, dedication. Everything about the man is just hats off. And fingers crossed he can, he can have a day out tomorrow, mark the occasion very, very well in the Hollis stand come Sunday afternoon when it's at its raucous and they've had a few pints on board and it's tea time. Jimmy's, Jimmy's swinging and they're singing, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy. I'd love him to take the winning wicket because he deserves it. Because not only does he deserve for what he's done in 162 test matches, he deserves 18,000 people to be singing his name in a winning cause. And that's that's the biggest compliment I can play about the man because he's been an absolute champion for English cricket. Brilliant stuff. Uh, I hate to say it, but there was a equally awful moment. James Bracey chasing a wide one, first ball, Got a duck on debuts, followed it up with another duck. Now, you've got to hope he's going to bat again. And the likelihood is he will bat again. Um, but, you know, you know, it's a problem when they're wheeling out all the uh, old batsmen from back in the day to, to, to get a pair. Although it'll be a split across two matches. But uh, just a reaction of the guy when he'd done what he'd done and realised what had happened. It was a pretty awful moment, really. It was, but it's a lesson. It's a good lesson sometimes. Sometimes what? you have to go through the hard, hard, the hard times. That's hard, man. It is hard. It is hard. The game is tough. Sat with Ian Bell all day talking about how difficult it is to play, you know, especially when you play with a crowd. James Bracey's played a small sample size at the Lords with the crowd. I thought he kept pulling me at Lords. Um, and he's he's got another chance in this game. There's four or five wicketkeepers knocking on the door to take that number seven spot. Love what he said before the Lord's test. I want to bat number three for England. Feel as though I can bat number three for England. Got a beauty by Tim Sally. He put a poor shot, chased it, wanted to get his first test run. He wanted to get off the mark. He's going to have to wait a little bit longer because he's going to have to keep in between time. So uh, how many times has people brought their old Graham Gooch got three or four ducks, pairs and all this. And the great, I think, Wally, all these great players have had an indifferent start. James Bracey will be no different. Fingers crossed he gets another go. Fingers crossed he gets some runs. Um, and fingers crossed he keeps well because England are going to need him because it talks about Anderson, ball moving, broad, wood, stone. They're going to need their wicketkeeper to be right on the money. And hopefully if he takes a couple of catches, give him some confidence, he'll come back and he'll score a few runs second innings. Lol of the day. Laugh out loud moment of the day. There must have been a few laugh out loud moments with that crowd in. Yeah, the beer snake was there. Somebody threw a red shoe on them. It was like the lady. It was a red shoe. It's a red suede shoe went out just as Rory Burns plinked one off the. I'll plink one. Yeah, he did. He got an outside edge, went down a third man that went right past the red shoe. But it was hilarious. It was quite funny. This is what the world, this is what the game has been missing. Not only has it been missing crowds, it's been missing fun moments. At one point today, there was a vaccine chasing a bloke with a Boris Johnson wig. Uh, mask on and he was chasing a coronavirus round the Hollis stand. Doesn't get any better. This is what cricket is 
and in afternoon after tea, hey, laugh out moment, moment of the day could have been anything, but the crowd being back in, talked about Anderson, daft things like that is why we love this game. It's six and a half hours, and sometimes you have to have a bit of fun. And the boys in the crowd and the girls in the crowd had a great fun today. It was oh, a man. magnificent day of text match cricket. Wickets, runs, laughs in the crowd. Can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. One of my favourite moments of cricket, so one of my many favourite moments, it just involves what's going on in the crowd. I remember watching, uh, remember when Pakistan were at, uh, you must have played actually, 2006 and the Pakistanis refused to come out after tea. Yeah. And it was a completely the boring old... game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was a completely boring game. It was day's play. I wouldn't remember any of that day if they hadn't refused to come out and then suddenly nobody knew what was going on and then... You know, it all went. They they didn't arrive, and then uh, boycott came out onto the pitch to do a piece to camera with Mark Nicholas for uh, Channel Five. No, uh, yeah, it would have been Channel Five then. Yeah. Channel Four highlights maybe, and the wind, a big wind, what gush of gush of wind blew boycott's hat off of his uh, head, and you know he wears those real kind of like Man yeah, yeah. El Monte hats, doesn't he? So we had to go running after it, and it, the wind did that thing just as Boycott thought he was going to get to his hat. The wind blew it again. <laughs> and so the crowd are going absolutely crazy. It was best days cricket ever just because of that, really. No, the crowd's brilliant. I remember a game at Headingley. i never forget. I think it was against Sri Lanka. I went round the park and I had a bad day. I think I went for about 95 off 10 holes. Um, and there's a story in that as well. But I remember diving over one at the Western Terrace around about tea time. And the boys and the girls in the crowd had had a, a good drink. I remember Sydney Harbour Bridge, straight over it, went underneath me, and I've turned around, and I got the usual, harnessing you're not very good, harnessing you X, harnessing you that, and I turned around, and it was Superman, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and Scooby-Doo. I thought, right, that's my life. That, that, that's it. It's just, they're, they're just brilliant. Having people in the crowd, I don't think people understand how good it is for players. I'd love to know about footballers, rugby players, or whatever, but at the top level, having players, having supporters in the ground. You don't know what it means to players and how it much gets them, not gets them going, concentration juices going. And I think today, I thought it was a, it was just a little sample size of what we need for going forward. Whether restrictions are lifted or restrictions aren't lifted. Can you imagine when the Indians get here and the noise that England against India is going to be like? It is going to be magnificent and I can't wait for the August to come. What is going to happen tomorrow? Okay, Harmy, uh, let's wrap this up. What is going to happen on day two at Edgbaston? Uh, Wood's going to hang around for another 20 balls. Broad's going to hang around for 10 balls and get 20. Anderson might hang around for about 10, 15 balls. So if, if Lawrence is with him for the whole lot of that, there's another 120 balls. That's 20 overs, I think. And uh, for me, I reckon England will get 320. If England get 320... Anderson gets a brand new a brand new Duke's ball, make it talk on his record game, and England will will be New Zealand will be two down at lunch, and if that's the case, it is game on, and it'll be a fantastic Test match. Brilliant stuff. Well, you heard it here, folks. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. I should say. Uh, well, we'll find out if Harmy was right, won't we? Uh, we will be reunited um, on the following on podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, available at all your usual podcast outlets. But for now, that's it for following up.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 